Welcome to the Main Basketball Rankings Podcast. Lucas McNelly here, your basketball data nerd. I'm going to try something a little bit different here. I don't have a guest today. Um, I just wanted to get some thoughts down on classification um, because I feel like sometimes the nuance of it and everything gets lost in replies on Facebook and Twitter threads and all that. And also I want to get people to subscribe to the podcast so that when there's actual guests coming on, there's people listening, more people listening to it. Anyway, so we've got some classification plans. Um, I'll link to it in the show notes so you can look at them yourself. Let me bring them up on my computer here. So it feels like to a lot of people, it's been a long road in executive session to nowhere, but we've got some changes. Um, So let's start with some good things. B, C, and D look like they're in pretty good shape um, overall. That's about uh, as balanced as we've seen them. Uh, Jay Baines pointed that out to me, that this is the most balanced B, C, and D have been since we went to five classes. So that's something. Um, the We've got, uh, what do we have? 31 teams in D, 35 in C, and... 31 in B, and that's pretty good. C's still a little bit bloated, but that's just kind of how it shakes out with those schools and how many schools we have in that range of enrollment. Steve Carmichael has made the point that anybody below 150 should be in D. That puts 38 teams in D, so that might be a little much, but I get where he's coming from with that. Um, It's better. My big thing with D is the plan we had was a disaster waiting to happen and happening because you really can't be sure that these schools that have 40, 50, 15 kids are going to be able to field a team in any given year. So um, even looking at this list of 31, Greater Portland Christian hasn't had a team in years there on here. Um, So who knows if North Haven is going to be able to field a team. It's not like they can do school choice and get kids from next door. Because uh, they're on an island. So you, I think you want to have a few more teams in D just so that you have a tournament if it's a down year for some of these smaller schools. Um, so let's moving on. So the big thing we got out of this is relegation. So I want to be really clear about this because it seems to be a point of confusion again and again and again for a lot of people. These teams, if they were below 25%, they were relegated by the MPA, down a class. Now, 28, 25% is 18 wins in four seasons. They school The schools then had the option to petition up to stay where they were originally supposed to be. The idea being it's a really easier lift for the schools to ask to stay up rather than asking to go down it's a little bit of a like you know it's much easier for an ad to go hey guys our team's better than that we can compete in this class rather than hey we suck can you send us down so that's okay so the big thing with that is um this is supposed to be reserved for the idea is at least that these teams can't compete in their current class, and we all know who some of these teams are. They're getting blown out. They're losing by 40, 50 points a game, even against schools in the lower class. So why not put them in the lower class and at least give them a fighting chance to do something? 
So the big thing that everyone's pointing out is that John Baps is getting relegated. 17 wins in four years. They beat Orono this year, who, you know, had a pretty good year. They were a pretty good team. They won five games in last this year, eight games a year before, but they still go down. I think I've said all along, and I've told people at the MPA, multiple people at the MPA, this 25% is too high. That's four and a half wins a season. That feels to me to be somewhat competitive in a much bigger way than two wins a season is. Two wins a season feels to me like you are not competitive and you're probably only beating the team that has one win a season or zero wins a season. So they, I think there's got to be some nuance here in terms of, you know, if you if you got 17 wins and most of them came in the last two years, then geez, maybe you're not doing so bad um, and relegation isn't for you. This was also a situation where the school should probably have petitioned to stay up and said, hey, we can hang, especially since we have the second largest enrollment in Class B North. Um, so I don't know if there's still time for them to do that or for that to change. Let's hope. I guess there is because there hasn't been a vote on it. The big thing I think that we're missing here is you need – in order to have relegation, you need promotion. And I feel like promotion might be next. I don't have any inside information on that. I just feel like some version of promotion might be next if this – if relegation works. Um, but then you also need – if you're going to have relegation and promotion, you need to have incentive with it. And you need to have a reason why you'd want to get promoted. In the English Soccer League system, it's because if you get up to a bigger league, then there's more money in that bigger league for everybody involved. Um, That obviously is not a situation here. And you don't want to get relegated because it's a point of shame. And it's a point of, um, you know, it's just you just don't want to get relegated. So you fight like hell to stay where you are. And I don't know that this system is going to do that. And I think it's maybe just a matter of time before teams sort of go, well, maybe we should lose this last game. If we lose this last game, we get relegated. If we win this last game, we stay where we are. Might be nice to get relegated. I don't know. So, you know, I think maybe that is something that we should look at. I don't even know if there's a solution for that. But that's something that I feel like will come into play. Um, It's also worth noting that the Boys team could get relegated while the girls team cannot, might not, um, which will be a scheduling challenge, but it's a scheduling challenge. It is what it is. Um, and I feel like maybe some changes are coming to scheduling as well. It's So that brings us to double A, which, oy vey. Um, double A, it's a bit of a, a yikes. We're still where we are. We're actually worse off than we were because Noble and Massabesic got relegated, at least on the boys' side. I just have the boys one up for now for a uh, point of reference. But for all the talk of double A, A North is not doing much better. They've only got 10 teams in A North. Um, the big thing is if you have 12 teams, you've got a, a real region. You know? You've got a competitive regular season. You've got four teams that aren't making the tournament. And then you don't have a situation where nearly everyone or everyone makes the tournament and you've got an eight seed that shouldn't be there and you get blowouts in the quarter, every game of the quarterfinals. You you need roughly 12 teams to have competitive quarterfinals, one through eight, which is what we see with in B and C and D and we and in A South. Um, sure, the one seed might still blow people out there, but it's much more likely that there could be an upset, and we all want to see upsets. Um, 
the region thing is weird to me um, because if you look at a map, it's just double A South and double A North is Bangor. Double A North is Bangor and a bunch of teams south of Brunswick. So I don't really understand the point of calling that a region. If you want to call it something else, okay. I mean, if you want to give the regional championship to the state runner-up in double A, great. It's a banner. It's a trophy you can put in the trophy case. Wonderful. It's just really weird to hang on to the regions, but whatever. Um, Okay, so I'm going to zig a little bit here on this. I'm going to propose that maybe seven teams in these regions is in some ways better than eight, which is, I know, weird. So my thinking here is seven is very bad. Eight is very bad. But with eight, the one, the one seed essentially got a scrimmage in the quarterfinal. We all sort of knew that. Um, I did an article for the BDN earlier this year where I broke down the numbers and they're not great. Um, the one seeds basically played a scrimmage in the first in the quarterfinals. The two seeds, a lot of the times, played a scrimmage in the quarterfinals. Um, so, which is you know not ideal, and that's why you want twelve teams in the region. But that wasn't always. There was always sort of this idea that oh yeah, well you're the one seed, you have an actual quarterfinal game. And now you don't have a quarterfinal game, you have a bye straight to the semifinals. I think maybe this could add some more value to the regular season and make the push for the one seed more dramatic or more of an issue because, I mean, we saw in AA North this year that um, that it was really down to the wire and who would get that one seed. And those top four teams were just beating each other up left and right so that could get a lot more dramatic if the one seeds getting a buy a straight up buy and the two seeds getting the core the old quarterfinal game the old what would have been the a seed and is is very likely going to be something like two and 16 one and 17 something like that and they get the uh, glorified scrimmage so that could be more of an interesting postseason or regular season for those teams. We'll see. It might not be. Um, so that's basically it. Um, it kind of looks like what we got is some deck chairs on the Titanic. We got some relegation and we got a leveled out B, C, and D. And if that's what we, if that's what it ends up being, that's better in a lot of ways, I think. Um, I think there's some teams like, like Morse and um, Wiscasset, who are going to really benefit from the relegation and being able to have competitive seasons. And there's a train going by right now. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, what I think is interesting about this is that it feels to me in talking to people that changes are coming in a way over the last four or five years that weren't possible in the previous regime, let's say. Um, and that's encouraging, and people are listening, and I think that's encouraging. What I'm gonna, tr- what I'm trying to do um, for the normal episodes of this podcast is I'm trying to get some coaches and athletic directors from around the state. Try to get four or five representing different factions, get them on a on a Zoom call together, and have them talk about some of the stuff. And I feel like there's a lot of people 
talking at each other on social media and they're not really talking to each other. So I think it'd be good to get everybody in a virtual room and have them discuss some of these situations. Um, so that's it for now. If you're interested in doing that, let me know. Um, if you have any thoughts on this comment, uh, I think you can comment on pretty much anywhere. Um, you can comment Facebook, yell at me on Twitter, all those things. Don't forget, as they say, to uh, subscribe to this, rate the podcast, tell your friends because the algorithms, it will help the algorithms and all that. And I will talk to you later. Thank you.